Welcome back to Dealing Together. First caller? I bought three sweaters to get the fourth free. Oh, you got fleeced. Next caller? I traded my old Samsung at AT&T for a new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus and chose my plan. That's not a bad deal. It is not. Our best smartphone deals. Your choice of plan. Learn how to get the new Samsung Galaxy S24 Plus with Galaxy AI on us with eligible trade-in. AT&T. Connecting changes everything. Offers vary by device. Subject to change. S24 plus 256 gigabyte offer available for a limited time. Terms and restrictions apply. See att.com slash Samsung for details. News Talk 1110 WBT, the morning after the Iowa caucuses. Question last night was not whether Trump would win, but how much would he win by? He got over 50 percent, 51 percent. So it's now off to New Hampshire, a great place. We won it last time and uh, we won it both times and uh, we love it. The people are great. But you know, the truth is the people in our country are great. They're all great. uh, We love Iowa, but they're all great. They only want to see one thing. They want our country to come back. They're embarrassed by what's going on. Our country is laughed at all over the world. They're laughing at us and they want our country to come back. They want America. You know, they want us to be great again. It's a very simple MAGA make America great again. 51%. Ron DeSantis at 21%. Nikki Haley, 19 And former presidential candidate now, Vivek Ramaswamy, at 7%. Bowen Beth here. We got Jensen in the house as well. And on the WBT hotline, Mick Mulvaney, former White House chief of staff and a contributor now for News Nation. And I know he was, uh, he's been talking to them all morning and reacting to this. Uh, thanks for joining us. So what are you thinking here on the day after the first big battle? Yeah, I thought it was uh, a big win for Trump in a variety of ways. Of course, the top line message is that he got over that 50 percent that uh, we talked about yesterday on the show. That was critical, sort of puts to bed any sort of murmuring about uh, weakness that he might have. Uh, you might have had that murmuring if he had you know, won with 42 or 44 percent, so 52 percent pretty darn good on the top line. But I got to tell you, the thing that I'm not hearing much out of folks um, in sort of the chattering class today is how Trump, how pleased Trump must be with the fact that DeSantis finished second. Um, We talked yesterday about how close it would be for second and third, and that if if DeSantis had come in third, he probably would have had to drop out. Uh, Would he overperform? Turns out he did overperform a little bit, not by the 10 or 12 points that Ted Cruz did um, in 2016, but by a couple points and, and snuck into second, whereas polling had him third going into the weekend. What does that mean? Well, it means he's not going away. What does that mean? Well, it means it's a three-way race. And what does that mean? That means that Donald Trump uh, will continue to face uh, fractured opposition, um, not so much in New Hampshire, because uh, DeSantis is not going to New Hampshire, but into South Carolina and Super Tuesday, DeSantis won't be going away anytime soon. So there won't be that opportunity for the anti-Trump uh, vote to sort of coalesce behind Nikki Haley. And I got to tell you, uh, Donald Trump has got to be looking his hand over this morning going, uh, I didn't do that on purpose. I, I didn't have that extra 2,000 people vote for DeSantis. But if I did, um, I would have been a genius. So, Well, you called it that you said that you thought DeSantis would come in second yesterday when we had this conversation. And were you surprised by the fact that he didn't overperform more, given that he did have the same crew uh, working that, that that helped Ted Cruz back in 2016? You know, there's going to be all sorts of folks, not, not second-guessing, but sort of trying to break down and, and looking to read the tea leaves as to 
why certain people didn't do as well as they were supposed to or why they didn't do better than they were supposed to. Or, uh, and on DeSantis, you know, I got to think that that early call might have made a difference, that, you know, maybe he gets an extra two or three points. Maybe Nikki Haley does a little bit better. You know, if you're if you're a Ron DeSantis person uh, and you're waiting in line at 730 and 30 degree below windshield and you hear that Donald Trump has already been declared the winner, might you go home? Yeah, um, I, I certainly think that has an impact on the race. I was very disappointed with that. As a lot of folks were to have um, have the major networks, I think it was the Associated Press, Fox, et cetera, call the race as early as they did. Again, the, the, the issue was not whether or not Donald Trump was ever going to win. I mean, you could have called the race on, on Friday for that. <laughs> the issue was whether or not, you know, what second or third, but to sort of try and or have the impact of maybe maybe um, depressing turnout a little bit. Only about 110,000 people voted, which is really, really low. There's a variety of reasons for that, but you got to wonder if the media didn't play a role in it. Okay, so another big story last night. Ramaswamy is out. And so I will stick to the truth tonight. The first hard truth, and this one's hard for me. i got to admit this. But we've looked at it every which way, and I think it is true that we did not achieve the surprise that we wanted to deliver tonight. And I think that that's just a hard fact that we're going to have to accept as a campaign. And the question then is, what do we do that is right for our country? And so Purva and I, we, we actually didn't make this contingency plan before everybody told us to. We said, no, we're not doing that. But we talked about it tonight. We took a little bit of time in our apartment in Des Moines before coming here to make some hard choices. And I wanted to make a couple of announcements tonight to get the business out of the way. And then I want to tell you where we're going. As of this moment, we are going to suspend this presidential campaign. And this is going to have to be, there is no path for me to be the next president absent things that we don't want to see happen in this country. And he went on to say that he wholeheartedly endorses President Trump and will do everything he can to help Trump get elected. Uh, Were you, did you have Ramaswamy uh, ending his campaign on your bingo card last night? Uh, yeah, I did. In fact, we had Ramaswamy on the Hill television program last night uh, with a live interview uh, about, I guess it was a probably about 5.30. And we got a chance to ask him, you know, um, if you lose tonight, are you dropping out? He goes, absolutely not. We're going on. We're going on to New Hampshire, going to South Carolina. We sort of had that. I was waiting for that Howard Dean yell at the end. Um, <laughs> and, and as soon as he dropped off the interview, we all looked at each other on the panel and said, there's no way this guy's sticking around. So, um, wait, 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 hang on, hang on one second. You ask for it, you get it. <laughs> so, yeah, listen, I, I enjoyed Vic's campaign. Um, he, he was fun to watch. He had some wonderful takedowns of some of the media, especially. Clearly up a, 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 a gifted orator. And face it, it was somebody that nobody knew about uh, ever who just got, you know, 8% um, in the Iowa caucuses, which is 8% more than you or I got. So it, it, it's, it's an accomplishment. There's no question. But no one's surprised he's dropping out. No one's surprised that he's he's endorsing Donald Trump. I think he was really. We asked him last night on the TV program if he if he saw that attack from Trump coming, and he tried to blame it on staffers and so forth. But I, that sent a message from the Trump team, including from Trump himself, that Vivek, you're taking votes away from us and only us. 
um, you need to get out of the way, and uh, we'll have to talk to you about the cabinet position later on. But it's time for you to go. That was the that was the veiled message in that uh, tweet over the uh, over the weekend. So you basically just said it there. You believe that the that the Vivek's supporters will all go toward Donald Trump. That they don't uh, splinter off and maybe maybe support somebody like DeSantis. No, I think the polling actually backs that up. Again, we've done some decent uh, polling at News Nation. You d- drill down into the details and you start asking people about their favorite second choice and so forth. Boring questions that only sort of commentators pay attention to. And the overwhelming majority of Vivek's supporters will now go on to Trump. Maybe a couple to DeSantis, very, very few to Haley. Um, so again, but come back to the larger picture. You know, if, if DeSantis finishes third, it's, a, it's effectively a Trump uh, versus Haley race, all of the VEX supporters probably go to Trump. Maybe a good chunk of the DeSantis supporters go to Haley. Maybe they split. You never know. Um, but at least it, it, the, the race starts to sort of uh, – the, the lanes get a lot clearer, and that's not going to happen now. You're going to continue to have a three-way race, and while Donald Trump is polling above 50 percent, which is fantastic, he doesn't have to do 50 percent um, because a lot of these states coming up are winner-take-all. So even if, you know, 35 or 40 percent, which clearly he's exceeding right now, um, he's going to be the nominee. Okay, well, we'll talk to you on New Hampshire Eve, which is uh, this coming Monday, because a week from today will be the New Hampshire primary. So uh, off and running, uh, you know, we, we all, all us political junkies live for this, so let's see what happens. <laughs> see you all on Monday.